Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And welcome to the first ever edition of It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes. Uh, for those who don't know what this show is, uh, typically we did It's a Bit Radio, kind of an extension of our regular comedic uh, funny show. But we, we actually are moving it into a different direction. We kind of figured that the It's a Bit podcast covered a lot of the good dynamics of the show. And we wanted to do something a little more different with our time on the weekends on the fans. So we're going to be doing It's a Bet, just a weekly sports betting show. I guess it doesn't have to be sports betting. I mean, you can bet on the Grammys. You can bet on politics. I mean, I guess whatever we're in the mood for, uh, we're going to just be talking all things betting. And, and thanks to Better Edge, our exclusive betting sponsor, uh, this program is brought to you. And if actually, if you want to sign up for Better Edge, you can go to betteredge.com, promo code 10K when you sign up. Jake, tell tell the people out there what Better Edge does or or why it's different. Better Edge is different because it allows you to set the line. It lets you to allow it allows you to make changes. We screwed up the ad read already. Yeah. Oh, oh. It allows you to make the line, make you know the change the over unders. It allows you to manipulate the you know the spread or whatever it may be, so you can make it to what you feel it actually should be compared to the sports book. And what also makes them different is you're betting against other people as well, which makes and, it legal. Which makes it legal even and, here in Minnesota. Yes, exactly. And you get to keep one hundred percent of your winnings. But people don't know is at casinos, the house takes a percentage of up to 5% you know, up usually to, uh, 5%. We're, we're betting guys. So we know this. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm -hmm. We know this, but you may not know this and you get to keep hundred percent of your earnings, which you're guaranteed to win on better edge. I mean, come on. You're not guaranteed to you're win, guaranteed to win you're right. but someone is guaranteed to win. Someone is not, going not to a, win. Not a bunch of greedy people in mm -hmm. Vegas. You just turned on the scumbag salesman there and you just sold them fake news. Because that's who we care about. No. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah. Better Edge is sweet too because it has like a social media built into it that you can kind of chirp other people. You can embed your bets in there and your picks. I think you can even like tell people what your record is and you can comment, react. So one thing that we love doing is like we're all friends here allegedly, right? We like to challenge each other with bets. So like let's say you and your friend are like, I'll bet you thirty dollars on the wild game right now. Boom, you can just do it in the app really quick. It's nice and it's easy and you get to keep see what your record is in the end, which is pretty awesome. Now, Jake, remember last week. That was close. That, that was, was close. Uh, was getting shut down. Remember last week when uh, I was going to send you a head-to-head -head -head bet for the Natty Champ? You said, there's no way Mankato's going to win. I go, let's do a head-to-head -head bet on Better Edge. And you said, no, you backed down. You could have actually won that bet. I, I mean, to be honest, my inner self was kind of not super confident. You know, I think my neutral fandom was, was say, saying to myself that Mankato is probably going to win this game as much as I don't want them to. And but okay, I, I really should have taken me through that. this. Like, like, why do you want Denver to win over a Minnesota team? So in the world of college hockey, especially especially since I went to the University of Minnesota, go Gophers. I'm a big Gopher hockey fan in the world of college hockey, Minnesota State Mankato and Bemidji State University of Minnesota Duluth are our rivals. 
Okay, we don't cheer. I don't cheer for both teams when I'm sitting there watching Mankato State play the Gophers. Oh, Minnesota, let's all be together and have fun. No, I'm rooting against Mankato State. In the world of college hockey, they are a different school. They are a different state, just like in Big Ten football when you're cheering on Iowa or when you're cheering on the Gophers against Iowa and Wisconsin. There, there are people that have the argument like, well, I'm cheering on the Big Ten when Iowa and Wisconsin's in a bowl game and they're not playing Minnesota. That's BS. That's the same kind of argument. It's stupid. It's pathetic. Go Denver. Mankato is a rival. I don't care if it's not Minnesota. It's Minnesota State Mankato. Okay. So usually, though, you, you're self-proclaimed better as a fan. So there's betting as a, as a fan, which means you're just taking homer picks regardless if they mm-hmm. make sense or not. And then there's better like a, betting like a better, where you're doing the math, you're looking at the lines, you're looking at the advantages, you're trying to pounce on opportunities. And you're, you're famous for taking the fan route, which usually loses you money. But for whatever reason, last week, you didn't take the fan route, which is surprising. I'm proud of you for not doing it. I definitely thought you were going to blindly take Denver when I thought that Mankato was a clear favorite, which I was wrong. Well, here's the thing, though. It's because he's like a fan, for the most part, of Minnesota sports teams, and they're always going to let you down in the end. So betting as a homer is the worst possible thing to do. So he was actually really smart there for not betting for, for Mankato, a Minnesota team. Yeah. I was being extremely pessimistic, as I usually am with Minnesota sports but do bet as a homer but Denver it, it just didn't makes make sense at the time but I really should have did it for the sake of going along with the homer bet and screw Mankato blah 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 I should have just did it off of motion again but that has gotten me in hot water in terms of betting so I played it safe and ultimately it actually came back to bite me so really quick circling back to better edge the fact that Jake and I almost were able to bet each other head up or head to head straight up is the reason that makes Better Edge so awesome. You know, they can settle your disputes. You don't have to do the whole Venmo thing because, yeah, you can bet who's going to win, but you got to have odds in there. You, you got to do it right. So if you want to bet your friends straight up, you can do it on Better Edge. Once again, go to betteredge.com. Use promo code 10K10K. You get free 20 bucks at checkout, which can get you a long ways. But let's get into the show. Like we said, this is It's a Bet. First ever edition presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. Uh, the rundown we got for you guys today, the first segment is uh, Bet of the Week, similarly to Bit of the Week. This is kind of the pick we like the most. Then we're going to cancel lines or odds that we don't like. We like canceling stuff. We wanted to carry that over to the new show. And you know what? Why, why, don't, we, why don't we cancel some casinos and some of the, some of the odds that the, the bookies got? And then we're just going to end the show by drafting our favorite sports to bet on. You know, there's so much to bet on. We'll tell you why we like to bet on what and for what reason. But like I said, let's get into the first part of the show. We got bet of the week, kind of your favorite pick or your favorite line. We'll start with you, Wags. What do you like the most? I got the Minnesota Timberwolves beating the Memphis Grizzlies in game one. They're plus 235 uh, to cover the spread right now on betters. Edge. Not to cover the spread. Uh, money straight line, up. Money straight line, up. Yep. Yep. So, uh I'm 100% going with the Timberwolves here. Now, we just talked about betting as a fan or betting as a homer or whatever, but I don't believe I'm doing that. My big reason here is they just come off. They just came off a really intense game with the Clippers where afterwards the whole entire world trashes them, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's making fun of them for celebrating making the playoffs, which was an amazing thing here in Minnesota because none of our teams make the playoffs. So I think that they're going to come out today with a chip on their shoulder, and uh, I, I'm gonna st- I think they're going to steal game one. So the Wolves... By the way, this goes outside of betting. This whole start to the playoffs has been nothing short of completely comical and bizarre. The celebration to make the, you know, winning the play-in game is warranted. You know, we're not very good at basketball. Everyone constantly doubts the Wolves, other than the hardcore fans who go to the games. Which credit to them. Mm-hmm. You know, people like Rosie and Garzy and Meat Sauce. You know, our K fan friends who have always been big Wolves guys. Like credit to them. But us personally, never really cared this whole season until they. That's the Wolves' fault, winning. though. In the end, right, right, right. right. But. 
like when they celebrated the play-in game, that started all sorts of controversy. You had uh, Pat Beverly just like swearing at everybody, going and crazy, taking his shirt off and yep. running around. You had the Glue Girl, which is very bizarre. <laughs> um, I almost want to see if Glue Girl actually changed the odds that the Wolves win the NBA Finals. If if maybe she is like a, a witch or something, and had and there was some something with this bizarre event that might turn us into like a Cinderella story. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about just the bizarre way the Wolves have started the playoffs? Well, glue girl is absolutely crazy. First of all, can you imagine putting super glue on your hand and then literally gluing it to the floor? You know that that skin's going to have to come off and they unfortunately, rip you Unfortunately, away. it was Elmer's glue. As well. so, oh, okay. so I thought she confirmed that it was super glue. Okay, Elmer's. maybe she did. Okay. So I think she, she, could, she said it was super glue, but maybe it was actually Elmer's glue. And she's just embarrassed about it. All I know so is the next the next day afterwards, her handprint was still yes. there with like the leftover skin, which was disgusting. That's yeah. just gross. Yeah. But I think I think that there should be a prop bet now for the odds of someone running under the court and gluing themselves to the floor. Oh that yeah, might yeah. Repeat now, bet. That might be become the trendy way to protest now. By the way, who, who protests Glenn Taylor? Everyone already doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, guy. yeah. Like, he's, who on, he's on his way out of the organization. It's just funny that like this happened at a play-in game. I would have waited until uh, you know there were some more eyeballs on, and maybe it was like our backs were against the wall. One more game, we're out. It's like, all right, this is the one I'm going to do it during. Well, here's the thing: Glue Girl just didn't have faith in the boys to get it done that night. That's true. Mm-hmm. She thought our backs were against the wall already, and I bet at that point of the game we were probably losing. So. Yeah, we I don't we did not start off that great. I suppose that she didn't see that one coming, but no, I like that plus two thirty-five over two to one odds. Uh, nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that. And would you guys agree? Do you think that the boys would be buzzing after getting ripped on by pretty much the whole world? Oh yeah, I mean they have a huge chip on their shoulder. I love the energy Pat Beverly brings to this team. Yeah, they're getting like trashed. Oh, when, and, when, and when, by, by the way, I want to read Pat's Pat's quote. Yes, uh, I said this Beautiful. team was making the playoffs when I got here. I've accomplished that. Now we got more, uh, or now we got more work to do. You'd think it would end at this point. But it didn't. Uh, I don't get why Charles is laughing at us for celebrating Charles Barkley, saying we acting like we won a championship. The hell does that round mound chrome dome looking ASS know about championship celebrations? I don't see a ring on that finger. So odds that uh, Pat Pat Beverly chirps. uh, um, Why am I drawing a blank? Charles Barkley. Every every game that we win from here on out, uh, Mm -hmm. plus 500 in my book. I mean, I'm sure. Like, uh, what's what's that movie where, uh, or it was a Billy Madison where a character keep you know has a list of people he wants to kill. Yeah, yeah, uh, Buscemi, the Buscemi character, and then he puts lipstick on his you know on his lips after he uh, crosses off the name Adams Billy Madison's uh, yeah. name because he apologized. Pat Pat Beverly yeah. has to have that same list for people yep. who have chirped him mm-hmm. over the last few days. Yep. Yeah, and he's yeah. gonna be he's gonna be going in there tomorrow night looking or tonight tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah tonight. Yep. Or, or, this afternoon. This, this afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Just yep. yep. starting here soon. Looking for some blood, but all right, uh, you're listening to It's a Bet presented by 10,000 Takes and KFAN. Uh, We're just doing our bet of the week. Jake, what do you got? So I kind of going to go my bet from this week that I was very confident in that I hit. I think you took it as well, but it's not your, I don't think it's your bet. It was uh, the New Orleans Pelicans in the 9-10 game over the San Antonio Spurs. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Minus five and a half. And I took it on Better Edge, and there was still an order. Like, and what's cool about Better Edge? You can you can still bet when the after the game starts. And I, I took uh you know took hashtag minus, live betting hashtag yes. live betting. It's very you know very convenient on there. Um, very easy. Took them minus five and a half. I think the odds were what I have. They were plus one twenty four at the time that I took them. Insane. I'm like this is this is easy. But the Spurs actually almost came back a little bit near the end. They made it like within eight. I'm like. Uh, 
you know, dang, like this is I'm my bet's gonna go. Down well, well, and Jake, we both had that 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 uh, minus five and a half, and there was a point where they were up like by like twenty two. Yeah, and I remember it was like the beginning of the fourth, and I told you this is what it's like betting on NBA, right? When you think you have the bag secured, you're gonna barely hit that line. I think they only won by ten. So yes. like you really never know, and and if it's an NBA game and it's a blowout, you should not expect it to end up as a complete blowout because the 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 team winning will always you know let up on the gas, which makes sense. Like you don't want go you guys going one hundred and ten percent when you're up by almost thirty points, but you can always expect an NBA spread to be stressful no matter what. Yeah, it's the NBA uh, thirty point lead is like a five point lead in in college basketball, and I just want to hit on to Saturday tonight. I think Golden State Denver play tonight. The the uh the over under is two twenty three and a half, and I'm hitting I'm gonna hammer the hell out of that over. I mean two twenty three and a half between these two teams that have high scoring. Like who's that big guy in Denver? He's like Yo, a stud. Yeah, Jokic, yeah. that Nola guy. You know, well and then there's great shooters too. You got Booker, yeah. you got Curry. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be raining threes. You got to take the two twenty three. Those and guys half. don't care about percentage. They just shoot threes because that's what you get the yes. points from. Minus one hundred, hammering yeah, that. I like it. All right. Uh, I will end us off here with my pick. I had a another pick that I did on Wednesday night. I had the Avs minus one and a half against the Kings. Uh, what I learned when the Wild play the Kings is their goaltending is absolute crap. Uh, they let in just about everything that gets shot on them, and uh, they confirm my suspicions, I believe. Now, let me just confirm the total because I remember that I, I looked at the score just because I was like, I want to see how my bet is doing, and they were up 3-0 to zero with 16 minutes left in the first period. Uh, and the Avs actually ended up winning last night. Let me just confirm here. So this was Wednesday, mm-hmm. April 13th. They won 9-3. to three. Mm-hmm. That was a six-point spread, and I had them at minus 1.5. My question for the people in Vegas is, is it possible to set a line at like minus 2.5, minus 3.5? It I, is on better edge. Right, but I'm saying right. I've, I've never seen it anywhere else. I've only seen 1.5 is the most. Mm-hmm. And it's like this was a game that you could have predicted should have been at least a two- or three-point win by the Avs. As much as I hate them, once again, betting as a better. They're a fantastic team to bet on. They When they win, they win big. The Kings are awful. I don't know why they're part of the conversation of playoffs. Uh, their fans suck, especially when I insulted them about Drew Dottie. They're so salty. Oh and they got gosh, they, yeah. they, don't, they didn't even look like they belonged in the NHL on Wednesday night. They looked like they should probably be, like, uh, what's the word they use in soccer, relegated. Um, yeah. So the fact that I had the Avs minus one and a half was a great pick, uh, and that was only at minus one twenty five on Better Edge. So that was actually like a good bang for your buck. It's crazy too that that the you know the Kings are even in a wild card race right now. Technically, I think they are. You know, they're getting right. slowly kicked back down, but they really this game could have been at two, you know a two and a half over under, and it would have been a lot of people would have been hitting the over. Mm-hmm. I would have taken that over. Yeah. Like, that's that's insane. They should really try to think about adjusting that. I think well, that'd be very interesting. And I saw for the first time a wild game. Remember how, like, the over-unders for wild have been at, like, five and a half, six, and then they crawled up to six and a half, yeah. seven at one point? Mm-hmm. And then they went back down. I don't know. This was, like, one of the first games I'd seen in a while where, where it went back down to five and a half, and then the wild covered that over-under in, like, the second period alone against the Kings. So, you know, that that's another team you can always you can always bet on to cover a spread or an over under like when the wild cover they cover hard they're not going to make you sweat it out except for when we were there on a tuesday night against uh the oilers that i had them at uh, over under six and a half and it was at six for like the last five minutes and the oilers were too coward to pull their goalie yeah, yeah. dino would have pulled the goalie for oh the, yeah you know like why not i don't even know why they didn't try like send in mcjesus and dry sidled and see what happens but 
Um, that was our first segment, Bet of the Week. Stick around, folks, on this episode of It's a Bet. We're going to be back with Canceled. We're going to cancel our least favorite lines in the future. So all that and more on It's a Bet, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. It's a bet. First ever episode, pilot episode, uh, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan, everything sports betting, betting beyond sports. Like I said, the Grammys and Oscars, politics, there's so much stuff you can bet on. Uh, hot Nathan, Nathan's, Nathan's hot dog hot eating dog contest. contest. Actually, well, we'll get we'll get to what our favorite things are to bet on later. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get into our second segment. We already did bet of the week for this segment. We're going to be doing canceled. So it's 2022. Everyone and anything is getting canceled these days for the minor, the most minor actions. Uh, and we feel like with with influence, we have the power to cancel things as well. So we're going to cancel things from a sports betting perspective. Uh, Wags, I will hand it to you first to do the canceling, my good sir. I'm going to cancel anyone who bet on Tiger Woods for the Masters, okay? So it just came out that Tiger was the most bet on uh, golfer in the whole entire tournament, coming off of a horrific car accident injury and recovery. Um, it kind of goes back to the first segment where we talked about betting as a fan. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone was doing. And, uh, yeah, how did that work out for him? Yeah. I mean, as a tiger Homer, I, I didn't, I wasn't in that group, but I will say when we were in Vegas, that news was not out yet. Everyone assumed he was not playing. Well, it's funny. Cause like a month before even Vegas, I think it was like the shooter McGavin Twitter account. I don't know like, <laughs> what, great account, what, by the what way. kind of psycho does this, but he was checking like the master's website every single day looking for the field and he saw it and he's like why is tiger in there he has not his name has not been removed yet because he had like a month ago he had said i, I may never play competitive golf ever mm-hmm. again and everyone's like oh my god it's over mm-hmm. he played in the pnc with charlie and like that you know he got to ride in a cart and he was kind of half swinging he was hitting a four iron like 200 which for tiger is not mm-hmm. a long ways um but then he comes out and says he's playing unfortunately a week after we had left vegas i would have probably put way too much money on him when i was drunk I think a lot of us, though, were like people were betting on the story. They were. They wanted to see it happen so bad, and they think they felt they're trying to manifest being, it in a way. They're trying to <laughs> manifest it like it's like in the movie Elf, like when you believe more people that believe it powers Santa's sleigh. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like this <laughs> is <laughs> what I don't yeah. know. Uh, but but like seriously, like when I was watching it, like I'm not. I like golf. I've gotten a lot more into it the last few years, but like I. Everybody loves Tiger Woods, you know, mm-hmm. and no matter what your how much love you have for Tiger Woods or golf in general. But like watching him, I'm like, I want him to win so bad. And I think people just thought, oh, it's going to be like another comeback like 2019. And he's going to come out in this one and just win. it. it's going to be magical. It's like, man, when the man, when the guy is not golfed in like 17 months and literally a year ago was literally like they were talking about his leg being amputated. Yeah. You know, like I that's amazing that he came back. And the, the fact that he actually golfed 72 holes, you know, in one of the most daunting courses in the world, I think was just a win in itself. But as far as the actual, from the better's perspective, a win is actually him getting first place. In the and, Masters. The, and the really sad thing was, was they were like pretty good odds too, or, yeah. like, or mm-hmm. like, or like pretty, pretty fair for tiger. Like, like it was not some crazy long shot. I, yeah, can't, I can't remember what it was. We, yeah, because we like did plus 5,000. We yeah. looked it up. Yeah, the other week, I'm like, wow, we thought that would be like over plus 10,000 or yeah, something. Yeah, it and, should have been crazy for the guy. But 
And the sad thing is for Tiger, he di- he didn't come in there like I know they asked him like on Wednesday, like, do you think you can win this tournament? Of course he's gonna say yes to that. Deep down, I think mm-hmm. he was just proud of himself that he made it the whole weekend. I was yeah. proud he made it the whole weekend. Well, people kept talking mm-hmm. about what a great comeback, but like, I mean, I think he had an even greater comeback when he came back from that massive cheating scandal, and people have seemed to forgot mm-hmm. about that, and everyone loves him again. And uh, hey, man, winning will make people love he's you. He's never really gotten canceled. Speaking no, of canceled, no. he also he got like a, a potential DUI. He fell sleep in his car once and he had a, he looked high af so. well and then and then this latest scandal that happened i, I know there's the tiger haters were saying that an autopsy was never released I, which i guess the police can say we don't have toxicology to, report yeah that's my bad uh, <laughs> he died. yeah smart guy over here but yeah no yeah the toxicology report they didn't release that which they don't have to legally mm-hmm. release it but some people thought because they hit it, he had something to hide. Yeah, but so. screw this Tiger slander. We're all aboard the Tiger no. train. We are all aboard no. the Tiger train. And I will say that if I had been in Vegas, been a couple cocktails deep, and uh, you had that pen of yours, Wags, I, I, I genuinely think that uh, if I was at one of the POS machines yeah. for Masters Future, I would have put probably $100 on Tiger. I think we might have all have done I, that. So. No, I was <laughs> going to say, I, I was hesitant because I just don't know enough about it because I know I would have if I went to the machine, clicked on the golf section, I would have like put too much money on a, a, just like Brooks Kepka or something yeah. some stupid just because I like him as a, you know, as a golfer. But if we heard, if I had heard the news at, at when we were in Vegas that Tiger's probably going to play, I would have, I would have put like a hundred. It's well, it's pretty not t- that it's much. It's pretty but. tough to not think about 2019. Like that no. was one of the best stories in sports, and it's like, well, if he can do that once, he could probably do it again. Yeah. Turns out that's not true, right? Uh, but you know, the fact that once again, I think it, it, it's pretty admirable. He made a cut, and mm-hmm. uh, even there was probably odds on him not even making the cut that mm-hmm. were probably pretty good. So, mm-hmm. well, that first day, I got so many people so excited. I mean, he was yeah, one he under. Was, he was like four strokes back after Thursday. Now, obviously, walking Augusta is going to take away from your legs. Like it, it, Especially every day is harder to play. I mean, he said like basically he was freezing himself to death every night between rounds just to like numb the pain because he was so swollen by the end of the day from the walking and and all the movement. They should have like an injury waiver for a card if you're in certain situations like this, but you still want to play on the senior tour. They do, and John Daly does ride around on cart. <laughs> yes, he of course, apparently he has a bad knee. Yeah. Which is probably like drinking uh, related or whatever, yeah. but yeah, no, I mean, no, that's that's a great thing to cancel. Uh, the, the the tiger train is definitely it, you know full of homers like myself, and it makes total sense. Uh, journalist Jake, what is your uh, what are you going to cancel on on this week's edition of its bet? So currently, right now, the best team, the the team with the best odds to win the twenty twenty two Stanley Cup are the Colorado Avalanche, and. Don't get me wrong. The Colorado, the Colorado Avalanche are the best team in the NHL. Whenever the Wild go on a winning streak, you look at the standings, and there's Colorado still twenty points ahead somehow. They're they're an amazing team. They have Nathan McKinnon. You know they got they have, they have a very good, very solid team. But every single time they have made it into the playoffs, the last few years when they have been the best team, highly touted, they're going to make a run. Just get eliminated in the first or second round. They're uh, they're the wild on steroids. They're the wild on steroids, <laughs> and although they could become what does the Tampa Bay Lightning, because f- for a few years there, they were the best team in the NHL. Would lose in the first or second round, but then they eventually figured it out. And won when the they decided to circumvent the cap, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I just, but I just think this is stupid. I I don't think they should be getting the best odds with their with how their their past uh, behavior, I should say, in the in the playoffs. And Nathan McKinnon is 
been very vocal about it last year. He literally said, I think this is BS. You know, I, I was going to just about say, I yeah. think if they lose this year in either the first or second round, I think Nathan McKinnon's going to quit. He's going to request he, a he trade. Might, he might, or, or he might just walk away from the game. I can't do this. I'm not going to lie. I, I like to see that fire, though, because remember when uh, the Twins had, like, they hit the most runs in Major League Baseball history, and then they lose to the Astros, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like, in three games, yeah. and the Astros had a losing record. Yep. It's like the same situation. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and they're right now they're at plus three fifty, uh, according to BetMGM, like the best odds. It's like I think it's pathetic. I mean, the Avalanche have choked more than people who like autoerotic asphyxiation. They correct. It, it's and people are like, well, the Wild have choked. Well, they've gone in at like second, third, four seeds in the division. They've gone in at not favored. But we're expected to choke. We're, we're yeah. That's what we do. The Abs are actually the good. Well, I wouldn't even like, yes. like choke is just like the wrong word for that. If you're an underdog, you can't choke. Exactly. Right. Right. They're 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 the like the epitome, I should say, of choking. Wh- That's what choking is. Being a highly touted team like they are with the talent they have. You know, Cal McCarr, even including them. And who's their goalie this year? Has it been Darcy Kemper most of the yeah. year? Yes, yeah. which he's just been going off, but that's not a good sign. Who did he play for in the past that is tends to choke in the playoffs? Playoffs, the Minnesota Wild. They just, they just take our sloppy seconds. So, yeah, yeah. Dubnik so, there so, too. So the Wild are are underdogs because you know they fall short of of winning a series. If the mm-hmm. Avalanche lose a series, that is choking mm-hmm. at, at its finest. So yeah, well, there's that, some crazy stat too about like in the last ten years, the team that ends up winning the President's Trophy, which is you know the most points in the NHL for the season, uh, they get eliminated mm-hmm. like pretty early in the playoffs, and they don't win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. It, ra- it rarely happens. I, I literally think yeah, because Tampa Bay they did that like two years, or three yeah. years until they like and got eliminated. I think one year got eliminated like four. Zero to the Columbus Blue Jackets one year, like how embarrassing! But then they eventually won two Stanley Cups in a row, so now they're they're doing okay. But it's it, this is just like the Avalanche, but I don't see them figuring it out. Like they don't have a uh, Vasilevsky goal goaltender like Tampa Bay does. So they have they have Darcy Kemper, and who's their other guy they bring in? God, I, I can point. tell. Ironically you. enough, they sure had, they it. did have Dubnik at one point. You guys remember yeah. that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, they did. They, they got, like our sloppy seconds. They man. dropped him like it was hot. But sloppy seconds. But uh, yeah, that, yeah. that was the thing. No, but I just see the uh, I see the uh, you know the Avalanche choking again this year. Uh, the the with with the feel the way it is, especially how balanced NHL Philip is. Grubauer, right? Philip Grubauer. That's it. Who's okay, but I it's, it's they don't have a Valamov, even though Valamov isn't as good as he. They used don't have Mark Andre Fleury. Mark Andre. They don't have Mark Andre Fleury. They don't have a Fleury. Don't got to Patty Wall. I'll tell you that they don't have Patrick no. Wall. Patrick Roy. Patrick Roy. Sorry, no, pronounce it correctly. Patrick Wall. But no. they don't. I just I want to see them choke again. I I, I think. Uh, I think that I could definitely see them losing the first. You could see round. them squanching, but I think that that, that I'm canceling that bet. Do not take that bet. That's pathetic. Dude, this yeah. is disgusting. I searched Colorado Avalanche goalies, and Devin Dubnik pops up. He does show up because yes. there was a point where those two were both on the roster. Mm, crazy, and it was it was pretty funny for Wild fans. We just kind of pointed and laughed, and Colorado was like, <laughs> they just got all salty, which which they like to do. It was very strange. Uh, you're listening to It's a Bet Radio. We uh, we're doing canceled. We're canceling things sports betting related, whether that's people who. Bet on things or lines. Uh, I will close us out here with mine. I had uh, going back to golf. Uh, once I find it, I have Bryson DeChambeau winning the U.S. Open at plus eighteen hundred. Uh, I think he's like in the top ten for best odds to win. That is bananas. 
A, he's finally kind of paying the price for getting way too jacked. Uh, if you look at a guy like Scotty Scheffler, who looks like your dad, uh, it has nothing to do with strength. Rory got really jacked. His game got worse. Tiger got really jacked. His game got worse. So finally... I'm seeing, I'm seeing a trend here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DeChambeau getting really ripped is paying the price, and he's also injured. I think he has like a, an injured hip or something like that. So he didn't even make the cut at the Masters, and there will be people who will bet on him in the U.S. Open. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's the line I'm going to cancel. I don't know why anyone, I mean, DeChambeau did win a U.S. Open a few years ago. That's, that isn't is, that like the only thing he's won? That now? is the only big major he has won. He can hit the ball far. But he has since got bigger. <laughs> got, since got bigger. Uh, and somehow this clown is still top 10 most favored picks to win one of the biggest and most challenging golf tournaments in golf. Do you actually think he's a clown? No, he, no, or? no, no. He's actually like a really cool guy behind the scenes. Like when he goes on podcasts and stuff, it's just his like, he's almost like a WWE character, right? <laughs> like he has to play this like the heel character. He's the scientist, right? <laughs> uh, the, the best Bryson DeChambeau dunk of all time was when he was basically speaking above all the other players. So like there was a time where uh, the PGA did not allow players to putt with the flag in. They thought it was an unfair advantage. And, you know, after a while they said, you know what? We let him putt with the flag in. That's a really weird thing to do. No one's ever done it. Uh, if you're allowed, if if you want to do it, you can do it. And Bryson not only said he was going to putt with the flag in, but he explained to everyone why, uh, like if you hit the center of that flag at any speed, it's going to go in the cup no matter what. So speed is less of a factor in putting. Now I remember the 2019 Masters, specifically that year that Tiger won, which was my senior year in college. Bryson actually had like a five or six footer for birdie after he was winning the entire day. He was up by a few strokes. It's 18 on on Thursday as a short birdie putt. He puts it directly at the center of the cup. And it bounces off the pin and comes right back at him. <laughs> and I have never seen him recover since then. I mean, how can you, man? <laughs> he thought he was smarter than everybody. Turns out he uh, he was not. So ever since that, oh, did whole... it happen like right after? Like, yeah, very like, closely after he announces this. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then he like struggled the rest of the weekend because I don't know how you recover from like being up by four and then having a chance to be up by five and then blowing and then doing that and like making par, but whatever. Anyways, back to Bryson though. The whole scientist persona, like I'm smarter than everyone. Like I'm gonna use my brain to like give me an advantage on the course. He won a U.S. Open, but you got guys doing, you know, Scotty Scheffler doesn't do anything crazy. He did that weird thing where he took off the vest like after before and after every shot, whatever. That That is what it is. But uh, guys like Bryson just, you know, kind of want to just stick it in your face. And uh, that's why I don't like him. And I like him behind the scenes. I don't like his WWE character, the scientist. No, well, he's like the Ricky yeah. Bobby of, uh, well, of golf. So. He's trying to be like a, I, I compared him. He's trying to bring a little like it's kind of nice. He's bringing like a kind of younger vibe vibing energy to golf like he's kind of like a happy gilmore kind of like character not as like obviously a, that crazy of a character but like trying to be different rallying riling people up and stuff like with his huge drives and everything like that but it's like yeah cool you can drive the ball super far but can you actually put the ball in the hole right and well he does that weird putting stance yeah. where his arms are really straight and it looks like there's a stick up his butt yeah it, and then he also does the thing where like all of his irons are like the same length and he has some sort of reason why that's better when everyone else is like dude like your iron should be different lengths that's yeah that's not he normal just, at all he, no <laughs> he does all these weird unconventional things and kind of a it's because i'm smarter than you way just never really rubbed off on me the right way along with a lot of other people yeah, not, not a lot of bryson fans out there tries to be sophisticated and then doesn't even make i didn't think he i think he didn't even make the cut at the masters like he was way off yeah like, no, when i watched was, him he a wasn't little bit. he wasn't even close and like i said he is injured but like the fact that they're still predicting him to be in the top 10 is ridiculous where's where's rory in the odds for us open 
I have not seen that yet, but they have probably gone up since. Because my got to think, yeah. Damn, he has been. That was electric at the end of the Masters. Like he, he might. Be, I mean, he could easily tumble back down to typical Rory in the last few years. But people are going to be high on him after that Masters performance. My, minus seven. He was like seven under on the last day. Uh, really Unreal. quick, Rory McIlroy to win the 2022 U.S. Open, twelve plus twelve hundred. Yep, that makes sense. Third most favored, which does make sense. Makes but, sense. All right, that was canceled, folks. We're going to take one more commercial break. We'll come back right back, and we're going to draft our favorite sports to bet on. You're listening to It's a Bet Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. All right, welcome back to the pilot episode of It's a Bet Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. Joined by Bossman Wags, journalist Jake. We've already done bet of the week. We've also canceled some, some bets and some people. And uh, we're going to end the show with just a simple draft. We're going to draft our favorite sports to bet on. I know a lot of you listening out there might be really new to sports betting. And, and we're going to give you kind of our, our biased opinion on, on what the best sports are to bet on, where the most opportunity is, and what's the most fun. So, Jake, if you want to queue up the sound effects, you can pick whatever order your heart desires. And uh, we'll get rocking and rolling. All right, let's go. Dean, 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 with the first overall pick on the best sports to bet on draft, Bossman selects. So my favorite sport to bet on is football. I'm just like diehard NFL fan. Um, I, I, I think football is so fun to bet on because all the games are on like one day or, t- you know, like you have Thursday nights, uh, like Monday night, whatever. Those games are usually terrible. But uh Betting at like having four or five different odds, you know, action going at noon on a Sunday. There's nothing better to it. You got that going. You got fantasy football going. You're watching your own team. Just kind of adds a little extra skin in the game, and there's so much at once. You can watch Red Zone if you're really hardcore and you got action on all the games, or you can just kind of follow along on your phone. But I've also found the most success with betting in the NFL just because I follow the league so closely, and sometimes they screw up uh, lines, and sometimes I'm able to pounce on them. So I'm going to bet football. Yeah, football is also a great sport in which like, there's only so many, like there's a set amount of games per week, right? There's not like a team playing two or three three times in a week, right? So you just are able to like schedule your bets out pretty easily throughout the week too. It just makes yep. it so much more fun. Yeah, lines rarely change from like Wednesday to Sunday just yep. because rosters are so big and unless a player gets injured or there's going to be rain or snow that wasn't predicted early in the week, you can, yeah, like you said, you can actually plan out. Whereas like with hockey and basketball, it's like day to day. There's games every day. Lines change every day. You got to be on top of it. NFL mm-hmm. gives you a little bit of lead time, kind of like fantasy mm-hmm. football, too. You got the whole week to figure out your roster, mm-hmm. which is why I like NFL. I yeah. like that it's all in one day. Yeah. And if you're getting just getting into betting, football is very easy to do because, yeah, you get the whole week to look at everything and you can view everything. You don't have to try to worry about catching up, keeping up with all the lines, odds and stuff and all these games coming day out. Day-to-day rosters, healthy scratches. None of that kind of stuff happens really with football too much. None of that garbage. Are you specifically drafting? Are you, are you taking football or? Are you taking like uh, NFL? Um, I'll leave the door open. I'll just say NFL. I, I did bet some college okay. a little bit here and there, but specifically I placed the most bets on NFL and I won the most money this year on NFL. Sounds good. So, All right. Yeah. Noted. All right. Dun, 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 so aggressive. Dun, yeah. dun. As, the commissioner, as the commissioner of this uh, here draft of oh. the sports betting commission, I we had to oh. clarify this. All right. Oh. All right. Dun, 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 dun. With the second overall pick in the sports best sports betting draft, Wag selects. I'm going to have to go with the UFC, guys. And I think oh, the yeah. biggest reason is, uh, you guys, have you ever heard of a puncher's chance? 
It essentially means that, hey, it doesn't matter how much better one guy is than the other one. Like, if that bat, if the worst guy lands a lucky punch, he could end the fight in one second, yeah. right? And I think it's that factor where anything can happen at any moment, which literally makes betting on it one of the funnest things ever. We were in Vegas just a few weeks ago, and I put a lot of money on a UFC parlay. And when that crap hit, it was electric. I remember I was sitting right next to you, and I was pumped up with you. Mm-hmm. That was one of those moments where you kind of lived through your buddy who has, like, like maybe you don't have any action on the UFC, but your friend does, and you're like, all right, now I'm rooting for your guy in hopes that you buy me a $17 beer. There we go. Well, it's also just an inherently exciting sport as well. Like, if yeah. someone... like. If you're not betting anything and you see someone get knocked out, you're probably going to stand up and like, oh, and go crazy. So I think it's like the combination of the two. It really kind of like lights a fire in your belly. And the timing thing again, because UFC fights aren't every day. It's only no, like a card every other Saturday or whatever, yeah. you know, every Saturday. So like, and they do the weigh-ins Friday morning. So, you know, you have all Friday and Saturday to make your bets. Right. Yeah. 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 Before your weekend even starts, you're able to just, you know, while your brain is functioning and in the zone, you can place all your bets and do all your research. Whereas, like we said, with hockey and basketball, it's so day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And there's there's so many, like, in the few times I've bet on UFC, like, there's so many fights you can you'd bet on. If you bet on every, you could bet on every single fight, you could literally have an end with every single fight going on. I mean, yeah. how many fights there are, like, at least a 12 in a night or yeah they, yeah. they all vary but yeah around 12 yeah. yeah even if even if you don't have a lot of money to bet you could just put a couple bucks on every fight and mm-hmm. then it's like now you have a reason to watch the entire card yeah so well and just the swings are crazy right i think at the beginning uh the person who i bet on had uh his opponent in the corner just unloading and then out of nowhere his opponent starts countering it looks like he's about to knock him out in a second and there's so much emotions you go through so yep ufc is definitely my choice i like it sounds good all right with the third overall pick in the best sports to bet on draft, I, JJ, myself, select hockey. Specifically NHL hockey. College we've talked about college hockey. You know, it, it is fun. You can you can bet on it, you know, spe- specifically even on better edge. But I did have a future on Gopher Hockey, by the way, that didn't uh that unfortunately did not hit but i gotta go with hockey the nhl it's pretty electric i gotta say like i just got into sports betting in the last couple years and the only things i really would bet on is football nfl because like we mentioned it's easier i even did maybe a little bit of baseball a little bit of college football but hockey was just harder for me because like i'm like i don't i can't really determine if this over is going to hit on goals like oh hockey's so weird but it's like when you start following your teams and following the NHL and start knowing how good teams are or, or how likely a team is maybe going to score over the other and start getting trends from how these teams are playing, like understanding the game, it is so electric because I feel like you can be the most successful at sports betting if you can get into hockey betting. Yeah, and, and I think when we look at sports that are the most fun to bet on, there are there are rules and variables that make it fun. Like with hockey, the fact that you could pull your goalie with nine minutes left mm-hmm. in the game when you're down by oh, yeah. four goals to hit an over is awesome. Mm-hmm. First hand when we were in Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, we had the Wild at uh, minus one and a half against the Blackhawks. They were up two to one. Uh, the Blackhawks pull their goalie with a minute left. The Wild can't even get it out of their own zone. Four seconds left. Hartsey dangles out a bunch of uh, well, I think Blackhawks was- de- defensive and then shot it from... Shot it from like, away, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and then and then banged it in with like point three seconds left to just to just cover. Obviously, he wasn't oh, too pumped up. That because, was so electric. Like obviously, he wasn't too pumped up because everyone kind of stopped trying at that point, and the game had been over. But you know, he just he shot the empty netter, which is what you do as a player. You never just hold the puck, and mm-hmm. he did. He did that, and he made so much of us 
so much money that day so mm -hmm. well know. the game that you're talking about too we were watching at circa in vegas uh in their giant outdoor sports mm -hmm. book which is amazing uh we got so pumped uh, jj yeah. jumped so high in the air that he elbowed slash shouldered some guy yeah. right in the face and knocked him into the, the guy who jerk. deserved it he this guy kept it. going around and kept touching us and stuff and right before the i knew the puck was going to go into the net i went up and right before that moment, I feel him like come up and grab my shoulder and mention something about a Bud Light. And then I'm like, yeah. And like, I, I elbow him right in the face and I look back and he's like doing like an over dramatic. <laughs> he's, like, like, he's doing the LeBron. Like, like he was doing a flop. Like he was about to flop. Like if we weren't in a pool, he would have flopped yeah. like, like a LeBron flop. And it was, but, but like that's, but because of sports betting, because of the wild, I got to unintentionally. Elbow this guy in the face that most likely deserved it that we weren't going to probably do thank purposely. You, thank you, sports betting, for yet another blessing in our life. Thank you. Thank you, sports betting. But that game, insane. Like, we all had money on it. We're all cheering in the pool. We're the, the only few people, like, cheering heavily for this while the college basketball games that were on were only in, like, the first half. So people were just staring at mm -hmm. us like, what the hell are you guys doing? I mean, yeah. they turned. They're like, why, why are you guys betting on that game? And we're like, oh, we're from, from, from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Homer pick. Took the, the See, Homer you pick. can bet as a fan. You just have to say out loud Homer pick. Yeah. I even do it on Homer my pick. tweets. I like like uh, Thursday night, I said wild minus one and a half, parenthesis, Homer pick. I think you're probably going to be hearing that uh, phrase a lot in this show in the yeah. future. Yep, Homer but we'll pick. always say it, Homer pick. Homer pick. That day was a Homer pick. All right, uh, you're listening to It's a Bet Radio. We're doing our uh, drafting our favorite sports to bet. We've already done football, MMA, and hockey. Let's go. With the fourth overall pick in the best sports to bet on, Bossman selects. I got basketball. Basketball's a fun one, uh, specifically the NBA. March Madness was fun, way too unpredictable. Uh, I always say I'm never going to bet March Madness again because you never have any idea what's going to happen. You end up losing a lot. Uh, we will be back in Vegas next year for March Madness, and I will be placing a lot of bets on it, but I'm glad I get to take a break. But the NBA specifically, because you can bet on an over-under, specifically on an over, and a lot of them don't play defense. So, hence, a lot of overs hit. Uh, and then sometimes you have two teams who are very bad, and, and Vegas over-predicts the over-under. You bet the under, and it's pretty easy, specifically the uh, Atlanta Hawks. And I think, who did they play the other night? In the play-in. Play-in, the Hawks. Whoever the Hawks played. It was yeah. a very easy under. I think we got it by like 10 points. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the NBA is fun. It also, this is a really degenerate statement. I'm going to say it out loud anyways. Uh, it's the only thing, one of the only things up until this year that you could bet on on Christmas Day. Now football is kind of taking in taking mm -hmm. in that that time slot, which is fantastic. But me and my brother are both degenerate gamblers and always had fun uh, the afternoon of Christmas, slugging back cocktails and betting on the Bucks and the Celtics. So I also feel like do you guys think that maybe basketball is a little bit more predictable than the other sports to bet on, just because like the good teams almost always beat well, the bad teams, specifically in the NBA. I think yeah, it's very that's predictable. What it exactly. So, I mean, then that could allow you to be able to make easier picks then and, and make money, but then it's kind of not fun if it's becoming it's, very predictable. No, and it's I like the NBA because you have these wild swings, right? Mm -hmm. Would you rather win a bet where it was obvious from the start that you got it? I know that's stress-free, but no, you want a good story. You want to mm -hmm. be like, man, we almost lost that pick. They were down six, and then this happened, and that happened, and they covered, and it was the best thing ever. Like Those are the stories you want. Basketball gives you, the NBA gives you those stories because the team will be down 15 points. You go to the bathroom, grab a beer, you come back, and now they're up by fit, like five. Mm -hmm. It is insane how the game swings. So like basketball gives you the best, the best betting stories, but also the worst beats, yeah. bad beats. So I'm still going to go NBA basketball though. Uh, we're going down the stretch. We're in the playoffs now and we will, we will be making some Homer picks on the Wolves. Mm -hmm. 
and our boy Pat Beverly. But uh, yeah, no, I, I just I just love betting. Um, I just love betting on basketball. You see that? Uh, I think Bud Light is making Pat Bev his own personal can for after uh, the playoff games. Really? Uh, he was hammering a Bud Light after they won the playing game. So now Bud Light, who's great with their Twitter and great with promoting, is getting in touch. Uh, with dude, them. did you see when he when so when he got fined on? Uh, <laughs> It's so funny because Hartman got fined on Wednesday night for flipping off Kane, and yep. then Beverly got fined Thursday morning. And the awesome story with uh, with Hartman, where everyone Venmoed him all this money, and now like there were Timberwolves fans saying like Venmo Beverly. It's like he deserved every bit of that. Yeah, he went way over. Like Hartman, Hartman was flipping off a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Beverly was just talking crap to every single person who like had an opinion about the wolves that was a fair opinion well which is he he attacked the clippers too and i think that was the reason he got um fine because he attacked the opponent but i think the reason he did it is because wasn't he traded from the clippers Mm -hmm. and then then they said you'll never make a playoffs again and then he made it yeah yeah. which he said he did he manifested what he said he was going to do if you make the playoffs over your former team that didn't want you on the roster they literally traded you away you're going to be pumped up right yeah give the guy a break yeah yeah, he did. He he did go a little over the top. There are better ways, probably, to uh, to express your emotions. It was entertaining, though. But but uh, it made for a great story uh, as, as well as Glue Girl. Give me a break. Give me a break. All right, with the fifth overall pick. Do 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 do. All right, with the fifth overall pick in the best sports best sports to bet on draft. The okay, shoot, my bad. Wag selects. <laughs> totally uh, blanked yeah. on the name. Confusing me over there. I'm gonna go with the Olympics. Last oh, August, oh, yeah, yes. last, on my list. last August, all of us were in uh, Vegas for the Summer Olympics, and you know what? You get to be patriotic through your dollars by betting on the Americans, right? Or if you're a Canadian, you can bet on the Canadians or whatever. But um, it's really fun because like you obviously don't really know who's gonna win. Like yeah, they have their lines or whatever. You don't really know. You just drink a few beers and you're like, ah, go America or oh, I like this team more than. This this team so it's it's a great time specifically the the shirts we had in oh, that vegas trip great, i can't remember yes. what your guys have said mine said i'm just here to bet on chinese badminton and yeah. mine just said i'm just here to handball to watch handball oh, yeah. yes. bet on yes. handball mine was water polo yeah yes. so yeah. but it was electric we actually bet on water polo a couple times <laughs> or a couple games specifically we did like a usa oh, game and we were yeah. like getting so oh. into it we told everyone to pound I, yeah dude oh, USA I, men's I remember we were, we were drunk tweeting i'm like hammer all your money on the u.s men's water polo team and i had people tweeting at me you like, how do you know this is a pick? I'm like, I got inside in- info, bro. Sources. I mean, I think they were favored or something. They or, were. But it's like. And then they lost to Hungary by like five goals it's or whatever like, they call those. We should have just like. Five water goals. Studied up being, <laughs> been like super analytical on water polo and started. Yeah, you know, the goalie, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's he's really good in, inside and out right now against teams like Hungary who are coming down with a weird five on three attack. You know, just we should have acted like that, like we knew what we were mm-hmm. talking about. You know, being We should have just looked up some general water polo terms and just thrown them in random sense. Like, well, he's been really good on like the attack side, or like you could just throw some in, and people would probably believe you. Uh, you could just probably just like use soccer terms, but then instead of say field, to say water. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Like he he put it in the corner of the water like yeah. really well, and that sets up a header in the water. Corner throw. The corner, th- yeah. the corner throw bit. All those people are just extremely ripped because they're treading water oh, for like my. an hour straight. It's actually Don't like water. They are literally trying to drown each other. It, yes. It's, it's crazy. messed up. But you know and what? they blow a foul and stuff. It's crazy. We it lost sounds- $100 on that money line in Vegas, and I don't regret it. They so were the favorites, again, too. Yeah, R.I.P. back to the story. But all right, Dang, folks. Well, that- I didn't give my last pick. With the final pick of the best sports to bet on draft, I, myself, JJ Select, baseball, because it's electric sometimes, especially when, you're, when your bet isn't maybe going south. You can bet like on an over-under for an inning or halfway through a game, and the, it has the best, I think, in-game live betting experience. 
Correct. It really does. It yep. makes it's that and cup snakes make baseball better. But yep. uh, thank you everybody for listening to the first ever edition of It's a Bet. Uh, follow us on socials, 10K Takes everywhere, and listen to the podcast edition of the show, It's a Bit, anywhere on your podcast streaming platforms. Otherwise, we'll see you next Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on 96.7 FM or KFAN Plus at iHeart.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of, or the first ever episode of It's a Bet Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and the fan. We hope you liked it. Send us some suggestions of what you want to see next week some betting segments some picks we'll make sure to share them during the show but that is it for tonight's episode folks thank you guys again talk to you later